think as women we're so awesome because we can do everything. Yeah. We can do more than what a man can do actually. Yeah, we for can, sure. We're our own business women and we're also taking care of our families as well. So we do both roles yeah. actually. We do everything. <laughs> yeah. All at once. Multitasking. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Glam Gossip by LLBA Podcast. I'm your host, Pooja from LLBA. And for those of you who don't know, we are a Canadian lash and beauty supply company. And our goal is to help you thrive and flourish in the beauty industry. Today we have a very lovely topic. We're going to be discussing women's empowerment in the beauty industry um, because we are celebrating Mother's Day for the month of May. So we wanted to bring you guys some content that's all about women empowerment, um, women's well-being, especially in the beauty world. So we're welcoming back one of our lovely guests today. Um, you might know her if you watch our social media. She is our LLBA master trainer, Natalia. Hi, Pooja. How are Hi, you? Hi, good. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for joining invitation. us. Yes. So Natalia, we work very closely with Natalia for um, uh, social media. And as I said, she's our master trainer. So she's a businesswoman. She has her own lash business and she works with LLB too. So we wanted to bring Natalia on today because she's a very successful woman. That's why we, you know, she's you're like the perfect embodiment oh, of you. like a lash babe. And you're a family woman as well. So... Um, yeah, we're very welcoming, uh, very happy to have you back. And I guess we'll just jump right into it. So first question, Natalia, what do you love most about the lash industry? Uh, what can I say? I love that it gives me that freedom and it give, allows me to help other people grow. And when I see like uh, the happy faces when people are... Like when I do somebody's lashes or somebody's eyebrows or I help them to feel, you know, like that self-esteem goes up and they're happy. That's like to me is like that's what makes me be in this industry. Mm-hmm. And what does uh, female empowerment mean to you as as a mom, as a, as a business owner? Um, it kind of is that topic is a little bit bigger just because I feel like uh, it involves a lot of things. It involves... Um, like as a businesswoman, I feel that like I have so much things that I can do that I can accomplish. And when I have like a good team of people behind me or when I have like a, uh, somebody that is looking forward to what I do, it helped me feel like, you know what, I have to do better because these people are counting on me. As a mom, uh, I always wanna be an example for them because you know I want to feel them I want to teach them that like women can do so much like we're like in this area where we can you know we can do so many things in our life and I think teaching my kids that a woman can make the same money as a man and they can be in the same environment as men used to be before for me that's like very rewarding Mm -hmm. I agree with that actually Um, I think one of the what women empowerment means to me is like I think as women we're so awesome because we can do everything. Yeah. We can do more than what a man can do actually. Yeah, we for can, sure. We're our own business women. We, you know, and we're also taking care of our families as well. So we do both roles yeah. actually. We do everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All at once. Multitasking. Yes. 
And actually, on that note, how do you find balance, like work-life balance, between being a busy mom, having your own business, working with LLBA, and then also um, balancing that time with your family, with your relationships? How do you how do you do it all? Well, I, I kind of like divide it into things. Like I, I set priorities, I create schedules, uh, I delegate tasks, and I always kind of like practice self-care and do boundaries. When you have all those things uh, aligned and you're very aware of which one is which, uh, you're able to do many things at the same time. So I always like, uh, in terms of my business, I always kind of schedule myself um, in a way that I'm not interrupting with my kids life also with my like love life or my life as a woman and when I'm in my work I always try to do the same thing I try to be just be concentrated at work and I don't let interfere my personal life or my you know like uh, yeah my things with the work mm-hmm. like if I have a bad day you will never see me upset at work because I try to like this is work it, my my things at home is stay at home and my right, things at work is right. stay at work. Yeah, that's so, such a healthy attitude to have. Yeah, so I always try to have a schedule. I always try to talk to my kids. Like, they're very understanding. And I'm kind of lucky about the way I have my kids because I only have them every other week because I'm divorced and I have three kids. So they only stay with me one one week at a, like one week at a time. So one week with me, one week with that. So the week that I'm with them, like I try to be, as much at home, I try to like schedule myself a little bit less, try to not to get at home so late. And the week that I don't have my kids, I work like a, like a busy bee. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so I work like even Saturdays, Sundays, now that we're doing all the trainings and um, all these projects that are rolling on. Uh, so I try to always keep up with that. Yeah, I think that we could make a whole separate uh, podcast topic just on that uh, topic alone of setting boundaries, especially with clients, lash clients. Sometimes it can be difficult to set boundaries with them when they're like, oh, can you just squeeze me in for one hour? (laughs) Yeah, they don't understand that it's like you have a million things doing. And like, uh, I think when you're starting as a lash artist, it's kind of like you try to put, like you try to... uh, accommodate to them but at the end of the day you shouldn't be just accommodating to them they should be accommodating to you you know like to your schedule and to your life right I think we as women we never like from like an early age we never put ourselves first right but eventually you have to like learn to like yeah yeah, you know like stop and like this is this this line nobody's crossing it and if you don't let nobody cross it like the same love kids and uh, work you set boundaries and set lines and you don't cross them, believe me, you're going to be very successful in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, going back to women who are starting off in the lash industry, or I shouldn't say women, anyone who's like starting off in the lash industry, what are some misconceptions you think people have about... Um, yeah, no, we can talk about women. Yeah, women yeah. in the lash industry. What are some misconceptions that people have? Um... I will say that, that maybe like, you faced yourself if you're <laughs> if you're comfortable to share. Uh, yeah, no, I would think that like when you say to somebody, I'm a lash artist, and when you say, what do you do? You do lashes. The only thing that your job is to put lashes. Like you, you only have to do lashes, and that's it. And your basic job is to do some lashes and make them like 
that's all you do in the whole day. But they don't know that you have to do accounting, you have yeah. to do marketing, you have to do uh, cleaning, you have to make sure like everything is in top. So you're not only a lash artist, you're like a businesswoman mm-hmm. in the lash and uh, the lash artist industry. Yeah, I think lash artists um, wear so many hats throughout the day. You're like, uh, as you said, I think you said you're the lash artist, you're the cleaner, you're the therapist, you're the business person, you're the accountant, you're social media. (laughs) Yeah, everything. It goes on. (laughs) Like, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And uh, what are some obstacles that you faced um, as a female entrepreneur, if any? Like, um, because, you know, I don't know if you've ever, like, encountered some men who maybe... Maybe they don't take you seriously as a woman business owner. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Do you want to share? I mean, yeah, like, you know, like, they the same. Like, they think, like, uh, like let's say, as a, a lash industry, they don't, we only think, like, women are, like, lash artists. It's no men. And it's not. Like, I have seen more men and men doing lashes. And it's so nice because they, they're being, like, they see the value in what we're doing, right? Um maybe something that I encounter as a entrepreneur is that like uh, because you're a woman banks do tend to like give you less uh, like like um, if you want to go and take like um, like a loan? a loan or something like that yeah because you're a woman you're like in the lash industry it's something that is very new to them you're just kind of like oh no I don't trust it you know oh, but wow. if it's a man it's like yeah here we give you the <laughs> money it's like it, it happened to me so it's like you have to put yourself and you have to explain too much. Uh, but uh, I guess like the good thing is like we advance in the industry more and more and more and this industry is getting more and stronger every day. So that's a good thing. Like it gives power to the women that are in the industry. Mm-hmm. And lashing, I'm not a lash artist yet, but <laughs> I know it's way more difficult and complicated than it looks. It's it's a real skill and it takes knowledge, education, practice, experience. And a lot of people don't know that because they there's a uh, perception that women's work, women, the jobs that are predominantly, you know, dominated by women are like kind of valued a little bit less. But as you said, if a man were to do the same thing, yeah, they like, would be like, oh, wow, people would be so lashes. impressed. Yeah, like, oh, it's wow, like, what, what an intricate skill you have, yes. right? But if it's with a woman, as you said, people, like, even um, even banks and, I guess, the Yeah, government like, in the general, government, if you want to get, like, loans and stuff seriously? like that, like, they don't take you as serious as if a man takes. And we're still in that, in that era, but mm-hmm. hopefully it will change with time. Yeah, what do you think is your what do you think is the lash industry's role in in uh, facilitating women's entrepreneurship? Because I feel like la- the lash industry above all other industries really actually encourages women's entrepreneurship. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean I I will say um when you're in this business and in and this industry, it will allow, allow the people to have the freedom to have uh, some sort of like self-conscious. Like uh, you help women to get to their best potential. For say, like you know, I am like now that I'm teaching and I'm like helping other women to like maybe see what they can do. And when they learn something new and it's like, oh wow, I can do this and I can make maybe people that are they didn't have they're not as privileged as let's say as other people that they were able to go to school or they didn't have the money or they didn't have the time or just because the life didn't help you with that and you're allowing to like do a career that is almost as 
well paid as something that you went to school for is is very nice it's very rewarding to be able to help those women get into that um set mind that they can do so much with their life and they're not just hand tied because they didn't went to school mm-hmm. and i think it it's it's good for women because it gives you some flexibility right like if yes. you have kids as you mentioned you can kind of schedule your time a little bit differently than let's say someone who's like like me stuck in a nine to five job <laughs> i don't have as freedom and flexibility like if i were to have kids but yeah. you do so you can actually you know book your clients um when your kids are at school for example and yeah. spend time with them when you don't have clients so i think that's another way that you know the lash industry can really help women who are moms. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always have to at the end have to think about it that like even though you're like the owner of the business and you're like let's say you're a solo lash artist and you don't have any other employees under your roof, you always have to be like you know careful that like because you're a mom you can only just take again like you have to go back to those boundaries. It's not only about your kids or it's not only about missing so much work because that you know it's very hard. It's very hard to also not provide like flexibility to your clients or to your own work, you know? And I feel like when you said uh, times to work and time for family and time for like uh, other activities, it would allow you to be better at those things than be like, oh yeah, today I, I wanna work or I don't wanna work or I wanna do something or I wanna be with my kids. So if you have a set schedule, you always start allowing yourself to do those things that you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I think we've touched on this here and there in the throughout the podcast. Um, we are talking about you know how to be successful at what you do and how, how how can women what are the steps that women can take to be successful in the lash industry like specifically. Um, I will say first identify your niche. Uh, what is your niche of people that you want to be working on? Uh, what is your specialty that you want to be on? Like if you want to do more eyebrows or more lashes, something that you're passionate about it, identify that. Uh, develop your skills. So once you learn something, you should always try to develop their skill as to the max potential. So if you say, let's say I want to do lashes, develop the lash develop the lash um, skills yeah the skill master it to the max and then you're gonna be the best at that right then for the eyebrows if you want to be an eye- eyebrow artist and you want to do anything because right now we can do so much with the eyebrows not only henna or dye we can do permanent makeup you know twisting uh, threading all these things you have to be um, developing those things and to the better potential that they can be okay mm-hmm Build your brand. I will say building your brand is one of the most important ones because when you build your brand, you have to take a direction that you ha- you're like, you're building yourself. So yourself, you're the brand. Uh, so you have to respect yourself as if you respect another company, right? Like you respect your time, you respect uh, how you work, you respect all the things that are around you and you always are working towards your best. And speaking of brands, so uh, a lot of women, you know, when they start their own business, it's kind of like their own brand. And, you know, for the, for the, all of this month, we really want to focus on women's empowerment and uplifting women. How can brands um, support each other, support women and um, kind of encourage that positivity and growth? 
I would say you always want to have like you know um, have like a group of friends that are like in the same industry I always say that like your uh, your best closest five people that are to you is kind of like uh, the shadow of what you are so if you're with people that are like in the same business or they're in the same kind of niche they're always gonna push you to do better or you can always go back to like you know what can you help me with this or can you help me do this client or i'm having this issue can you get me to um what can how can i resolve it so have like a very nice group of people that like it empower you to be all the time better like they talk about business like if you're into into fitness talk about like uh getting healthier you know like get good habits from those people Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think LLBA also does a lot too, right? To yeah. encourage um, uh, women empowerment and uplifting women as well, like overall well-being. Yeah, we're always constantly, like I think um, we're always trying to give that support to people. Like when we do, for example, like we're right now doing online yeah. training, in-person training. Like our students have like, they have their, like we have their back. So basically we're always holding their hand like we let them go once they do the course but they can always come back and they can always say you know what like having this issue can you help me out resolve it or they send us an email or they send us a photo we have the support group on on facebook so it's always someone that is going to give you that you know that push if you need it and yeah like it make you feel like more i don't know at ease mm-hmm yeah, that's nice. And I think we also, re- at LLBA, we also really promote, like, uh, um, we promote, like, diversity. We have, like, all these campaigns for, like, Mother's Day, and we always do giveaways. So I think, and, you know, we really support our ambassadors as well. So I think these are, like, the little things that we kind of do to give back to our community, like, like um, when we host, you know, like, little events here and there. And as you said, the training helps a lot as well to kind of promote our message. Yeah. So yeah, like it always, uh, it's always good to collaborate with other women to like uh, help each other, um, to do training each other, to have like I don't know meetings here and there, and it's a way to like you know help you be better. And are there any messages you want to give, like any kind of special Mother's Day message maybe to like the moms out there who are like really busy and, you know, maybe they are wanting to make another income or even if it's not about money, you just want to have your own career. What would you say to them, to the women who are trying to pursue their dreams, basically? Uh, I, I always say like dream bigger than what you can achieve. So I always say like... Uh, you have money to get like a, a Honda dream for a for a Ferrari, you know, like dream bigger. Oh, I love because that. <laughs> dream I, bigger. Yeah, you can always the the smaller that you dream, the smaller you, the results you're gonna get. So dream big, like you wanna you wanna be good in the career, big like okay, I wanna be the best. I'm gonna have five salons. I'm gonna have all these things. If like put it in your mind, set your mind to like success. Don't set your mind to be like. Uh, a minor. Second best. Yes. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I agree like, with that a lot. It doesn't matter how many kids you have. It doesn't matter if you have a husband, if you have who, I don't know, like you're taking care of your parents or whatever. Uh, but always like take care of yourself first. It's like when you're in an airplane and they tell you, if we have a turbulence and we have a lack of air, put first your mask and then help others. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're like the one that can breathe, you're not happy, your kids are not going to be happy. 
if you have issues, your fam your whole family, your whole environment is gonna have issues. So always take care of you first. Uh, it sounds kind of selfish, but it is not. If you take care of yourself, you're always gonna be taking care of the rest of the world. It's true, it's true. Yeah. What's that saying? Happy wife, happy, happy life. life. <laughs> it's so yeah. true because yeah. we take care of our communities, our families, we you know, uphold the our culture as well in yeah, a way we that men, men don't do it. And <laughs> exactly, and we yeah. put ourselves uh, last. Yeah. But um, anyways, thank you so much, Natalia. We've, uh, we're almost done. I have one more question yeah, for you. For sure. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing all no, of your no. knowledge and insight. It was, so, it was lovely sure. having you. So final question for you today is, out of all of the amazing women you know in your life, who inspires you the most? Uh, my grandma. My grandma oh, is my nice. the, yeah, it's my biggest inspiration. Um, I grew up with her. Well, I, I have my mom, but I grew up with my grandma, and she's a such a strong person, like such a strong personality. I think I'm a little bit like that. <laughs> I think I'm too much like that. Like personality is very strong. It's very hard for me to cry or to feel some sort of like empathy towards some uh, situations. But it's because my grandma was like that. But also that's good because it helped me be like to get stronger and to be where I am. Like I came to Canada on my own when I was 18. And oh, really? I don't think anybody, <laughs> not everybody can do something like that. No. Yeah, I came alone, nobody here. So it was such a, she's such an inspiration for me because I see her and she always have a smile. She's always like willing to help people to like, uplift everybody that is around her so yeah like again you take care of yourself you take care of the others nice yeah. well said so thank you so much natalia thank you that Pooja. was great thank you so and much. Uh, thank you all for watching we really enjoy um doing this podcast for you guys so we hope you like it and um you can definitely find more content with natalia on our youtube channel and a lot of content with her on ig and don't forget she has her uh online training and in-person training as well so definitely check that out on our website and of course we have the best lash supplies at llbaprofessional.com so until next time thank you so bye. much